0: To Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, I welcome you to this beautiful Sunday morning from Sonoma. Before we begin, Let's just take a moment to arrive and settle down. <clears throat> so, wherever you are, just pull your spine straight, open your shoulders, close your eyes, and lighten your mind. Think about the stillness, the stillness of your body first. Keep holding that awareness of the stillness of your body. Mind will come, would want to move, but just If the desire to move comes, can you breathe it out? Hold on to your stillness as a very precious thing. Even the restlessness that arises within, by even thinking about being still, breathe that out. Bring your attention to your breath. Breath is flowing in effortlessly. Flowing out effortlessly. Nothing more, just keeping your attention on the breath, flowing in and flowing out. There is little space between the in-breath and out-breath. After the breath has come in, Before it begins to go down, go out, there's a little space. Pause the breath for a moment, no matter where it is, just pause it. There is the space. Before you begin to stress, release the breath. After a breath or two, again, pausing, connecting and enjoying that space before stress comes in, and release. As you have paused your breath, Relax your facial muscles. Imagine a glow around your face. Happiness, joy. After a breath or two, again pausing, connecting with that space, enjoying that space, and then releasing. Next time, as you pause your breath, become aware of the stillness of your body and bring your attention to just the outline of your body, as if it's drawn with a pen of light. Breath is paused, the outline of your body is just shining. and release before you begin to stress out. Third time, as we pause the breath, Bring your attention to the center of the forehead, stillness of the body, stillness of the breath, stillness of the mind. And slowly we open our eyes and breathe. Thank you for taking this time. It's very meaningful to become familiar, become familiar with the stillness. We are constantly moving. Our mind is moving, our body is moving. It's very unfamiliar to become still. That's why when you try to sit down to meditate or just do anything, there is agitation because you're not familiar with that stillness. It may sound like I'm not doing anything. I'm not getting enlightened by doing my practice. My problems are not solved. So it doesn't work for me. It does work, but it takes a little time and patience, consistency. Meditation practice is not like a medicine that you pop in And it starts working right away. Many people turn towards meditation to still their mind or to connect with themselves, have a balance in life. And it's a good carrot in the beginning that you want something and then that's how you start. And you experience a little bit. But the truth is we bring spirituality in our life, we bring meditation practices in our life, not just to find a solution to our problems. We meditate, we have a spiritual practice to know who we truly are, to connect with that part of the self which is ever-present, ever-pure, ever-whole, which is the divine self. It's always there. The divine presence within us God within us. It's always there. Yet, we make so much effort to go out and looking. It's here. It's here. It's not very far. Provided we approach it with the right mindset, with right bhao. Bhao means inner disposition. What am I thinking? What am I, where is my heart focused when I engage in a spiritual practice? Whatever your practice is. First, one has to know why am I doing it? You are doing it to connect with your divinity. To connect with truly who, who you are. You are not your problems. A problem will arise today and tomorrow it will go. The next one will come. Next one will come. So you are not your problems. You are somebody else. But our mind never goes to it. Something happens with our body. And we are totally focused on that. Totally. Is there a moment when we can totally separate ourselves from that? I know it's not easy if some ailment comes to the body, some big problems come, or mind constantly keeps going to that. How do we separate ourselves, even for a moment, five minutes, ten minutes, when that is not on our mind? When our mind is somewhere which is a part of the self, which is ever-present, ever-pure, ever-whole, unchanging, unblemished. It is there as a foundation on which the life, various events of life are reflecting. Looking at who is sitting in front of me in the temple and who is in this satsang on the screen, most of you look like you have a practice and you engage in your meditations or First, you have to look at how do you approach your practice? Just like, let's make it very practical. When you are going to have a dinner, what do you do? First, you wash your hands. Sit down. Well, nowadays, probably lots of people, some people and are sitting in front of TV and eating and they forgot what they ate because their mind is somewhere else. We have to make it a little bit more sacred. Just like you prepare yourself to have your dinner. Wash your hands, sit down, light a candle. If you are a little bit more in the mood, put even a flower on it on the table so, you create the ambience and then you have your dinner. In the same way, when you are about to do your practice, you're at home, how do you prepare yourself? In, uh, it is called bhoot shuddhi, bhoot, Bhut shuddhi, Bhut b-h-u-t, Bhut. Bhut means, Past. Shuddhi means purification. Purification of the past. Means detaching yourself from the past. Whatever you were doing 10 minutes ago, an hour ago, you are not dragging that into your meditation practice. You create a little separation. You can have any kind of ritual, but here at the ashram we uh, encourage people to take first when you sit down to meditate, do little pranayam. Pranayam. Pranayam are many kinds of pranayam, and most of you have heard this word. That is very mindfully using the breath to cleanse our nervous system and it's very simple there are, it's very people can make it very complicated where to put your hand and where to put this and where to this and close your eyes and breathe. I just keep it very simple just bring your hands in a prayer position open like a flower use the middle fingers to manipulate your nostrils. So close the right nostril with the right middle finger. Breathe in through the left for three counts. Then hold the breath right here at the glottis, but keep the fingers here. Breathe out through the right. There are many kinds of pranayama, but the one that we... <laughs> Do at the Ashram with our practice is taking a few deep breaths only through the left. As long as you are breathing in, hold the breath three times as long. And then breathe out through the right twice as long. One, three, two. Do this two, three times, three times at least we have just used the air element to purify ourselves <clears throat> our body is made out of five elements earth water air fire and space any of these elements can be used to do bhuta shuddhi to purification of the past provided i know what am i doing Why am I doing? I am doing bhuta shuddhi, using the air element to cleanse myself. It's a little ritual. And you can create any little ritual as long as you know this is what am I doing to detaching myself from the past. People who have been, who have received a mantra from me, they're also taught after doing the air element, doing a little pranayama for Bhuta Shuddhi, you take a little water in your right palm and charging it with a mantra, Om Tat Sat. Om Tat Sat. You just sip it three times. So we have used the air element. And then we use the water element to purify ourselves from the distance of ourselves from the past. And while we are doing these simple little things, we also know that the, all the elements of my body are being purified of the Klingons. The Klingons, the whatever thought has clung on to me, whatever has clung on to me, it's leaving me. I'm returning back to my pure state. After doing this, then you engage in whatever your practice is. But first, detach, distance, separate yourself. You don't drag the past into whatever you are doing. have sat down to do our practice but we dragged this thing in from there and we are still sitting with it. It reminds me of the story of the two monks. They were walking by and they came to the bank of a river and there was a young woman sitting there. She was probably scared of wading the river. So one monk just offered and just picked her up and waded across the river and dropped her on the ground. The two monks were traveling for an hour and they reached their home and the other one was quiet, but all of a sudden he turned, the first one he said, he touched a woman. The other one said, well, yes, I did touch her, but I left her by the river and you are still carrying her. (laughs) So things we carry with our mind. We have to do a little ritual and know why I'm doing it. I'm doing it to leave that behind and come back to myself. Om Tat Sat, we say. Sat means that. Sat means truth. I'm returning to that which is the truth. And that is my pure self. Not the part of the self that has attached itself to other things and has become it. Come back to our self. Then... We also do one more thing that is called prano, sound of the prana. Some of you who are familiar with the practice, it's we do om, three times, three ohms, then ma, Three Maas and then Kring, Kring, Kring. Do this five, six times. Om really, what Om means is oneness of all. It's all one. So while I'm doing Om again, some people sing right from here, some people from here. You really have to raise the sound from the navel. Oh. And feel that energy is going up and just vibrating in your crown. It's something that you can experiment on your own. Just close the door. Nobody's listening to you. Don't worry how you sound or are you singing? Are you in tone? Don't worry. When you are Practicing Om, or really experiencing the power of Om, be alone. Some people sing in the shower. You just find a little quiet place and practice, practice with yourself. Sit down, take a nice deep breath, bring your attention to the navel, and imagine you are ra- raising the sound from there. You're playing this body instrument. And vibrating the crown. So three ohms. And then ma. Ma is raising the sound from the heart. You're calling out to that universal, the divine ma, the mother of the universe. Ma is really the name of un Conditional love, which is available to us all. Some people say, "My mom didn't love me. I don't know what love is." Well, the Ma, the Divine Mother, the Universal Ma, is available to us all, giving us love constantly. How Mother Earth is holding you unconditionally whether you are a pious person or you are not pious person (laughs) (laughs) she is holding us all unconditionally warmth of the sun is available to us all unconditionally air we breathe in that's bringing us back to life every moment is available to us all Nurturing of the water that quenches our thirst. And most of all the space, if there was no space, we couldn't exist. Mm -hmm. So all these five elements are the representation of the divine love, the divine mother in her various manifestations. How often does our mind go to that? Forgetting this unconditional love that's holding us constantly every moment. Our life gets devastated if some person tells you, I don't love you. Let's break up. Now there my life is goes everywhere. People have a little breakup, then they make up. And while the breakup is happening, looks like the world has gone. on fire for them purpose of spiritual practice is to connect with yourself to know who you are and you are surrounded by love you are held by love you are nurtured by love you are not separate from the rest The third sound that I said was kring, kring, kring. We do in uh, shuddhi in Pranav. Kring is the bija mantra of Mahakali. Now, what? Who is Kali? My definition of Kali is she is the presiding deity of transformation. In a simple language, just know that change is bound to happen. Things are changing constantly. Even this body that you say is mine is leaving you every moment. Is changing moment to moment. Change is bound to happen. Suffering comes only when we want to hold on to something. It's happening now in this moment. Even the moment that has just passed is past. We are in a new moment. This is Kali. So I'm aware of oneness by chanting Om. I acknowledge the oneness. I acknowledge the presence of unconditional love. And I also acknowledge the, na- the, the nature of things, That acknowledge the change. So whatever I'm trying to hold on to may in my heart and mind, I understand that it is bound to change. It's not like why only if this happened, only if I did that, or only if that person was like that. Change is bound to happen. It's up to you. How do you deal with the change? And we can deal with it a little better if we understand or if we are familiar with the part of the self which is ever-pure, ever-whole, unattached, unchanging, eternal. Thank you all for listening. I had no idea that's what I was going to say to you, but somehow I went in a direction that was more for those who have received a mantra and practice from me, but you got a little taste. Thank you all. I will see you next week.